Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio, our final episode of 2014. Thank you so much for being a part of it, my friend. Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is on vacation this week, but we'll be back next week. So we are going to change things up a little bit and do a 2014 cruise year-end recap. Now, you know I can't do it alone, so I brought in the editor-in-chief of Vacation Agent Magazine, also the cruise beat editor of TravelPulse.com, Teresa Norton-Massick. She was on the show last week, and she joins us again. Hello, Teresa. Well, hi there, Doug. So, Teresa, you recently wrote an article recapping the top 2014 cruise stories of the year. So we're going to bounce around that article, and uh, we also added a couple more to talk about and look ahead into 2015. So uh, first things first, let's get right to it and talk about Quantum of the Seas. Yeah, Quantum of the Seas was a huge story this year just because of all the really, um, you know, new and different and exciting features that it offers. You know, you have the skydiving simulator. You have the North Star, that little gondola pod like on a cherry picker that takes you 300 feet above the sea. You have bumper cars. Um, you have virtual balconies and inside staterooms, so you feel like you have a view, even if you don't actually have a window. All in all, just a very gathered a lot of headlines. You know, broke a lot of molds. It was just a very exciting addition. They got a ton of publicity, and it was really cool seeing Jimmy Fallon tape a segment on there with the Tonight Show. Oh, I saw that. That was hilarious. Where he was on, it was the, on the skydiving Yeah, he segment, was skydiving. Right? Yeah, and you, Doug, you're an experienced skydiver, so how was the simulator? Did it feel like the real thing? I will say, aside from jumping out of an airplane, that it is pretty much like the real thing. Everything from the way your body moves. Uh, the only thing with the Royal Caribbean simulator on iFly is that you get 15 seconds longer in free fall than you do on an actual real skydive. So that was kind of cool. And speaking of Quantum of the Seas, another big headline for 2014 is China. They're starting to bust wide open. In fact, uh, Quantum of the Seas is going there in early 2015. Yeah, the most attention-getting cruise ship in years um, is now based in uh, the New York area, but is heading to Shanghai, China. It's going to leave New Jersey in May, head over to Shanghai. So Royal Caribbean is betting in a big way on the Chinese cruise market, they're bringing their newest, their showiest, their best ship to China. You know, it's a sort of, wow, a whole new market. The good news is, although we're losing the quantum for a while, um, its sister ship, the Anthem of the Seas, will be coming to New Jersey in November 2015. What do you think is making China such a hotbed right now? Well, just the fact that it has so many people. The Chinese middle class are starting to vacation all over the world. When you have that big of a market, you have to take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not just Royal Caribbean. You know, their rival at Carnival Corporation is sending a number of ships over there as well. Back here on our own home turf, Pearl Seas Cruises launched earlier this year. Now, this would be compared to a, what would you say, a small river ship company? Yeah, Pearl Seas Cruises is operated by the same people who run American Cruise Lines, which is a very popular small ship operator that also has some river cruise ships. Um, Pearl Seas now is registered internationally, so it can sail internationally, whereas American Cruise Lines 
sticks pretty much to the U.S., um, you know, in that area. So the Pearl Seas will be going to the Caribbean, um, the Canadian Maritimes, places like that. It's about 200 passengers. Um, it's a very, it's a pretty upscale product. These small ships are very, very popular. Even if you don't hear a lot about them, um, travel agents are aware of them, and people who like small ships, especially with the itineraries that are close to home, um, they just love these products. Also in 2014, we saw a couple of big cruise lines get a couple of new CEOs. Uh, yeah, they did. There's been a number of um, changes. You know, most notably, um, Carnival Cruise Lines is going to get a new president and CEO. It's Christine Duffy, who is now currently the head of the Cruise Lines International Association, which markets on behalf of its member cruise lines and also lobbies. Um, so she's been at CLIA for three or four years now. So she's had a front row seat into how the uh, the regulatory and the marketing and all that kind of thing operate from CLIA. So she's got a pretty good education as she moves to head Carnival. Uh, and at Royal Caribbean International, we have Michael Bailey becoming president and CEO. And that's because Adam Goldstein moved over to the parent company um, a little while ago. This next talking point of 2014 garnered all kind of love and hate comments across social media and the cruise message boards. We're talking about no balcony smoking aboard Carnival and Norwegian Cruise Line. Yeah, you're right. Very controversial in a certain way. I mean, there were a lot of people who hate smoking anywhere, and a lot a lot of people get a balcony, and they want to sit outside and enjoy the sea air and that type of thing. And they're very vocal, vocal when they complain about their neighbor on their balcony smoking because the smoke supposedly moves over, you know, and they can smell it. Um, so, the, yeah, they joined um, the cruise lines that ban smoking on the balconies, and the thing that made it controversial is just because the people who do smoke are furious that they can no longer smoke on their balconies. A lot of them book the balcony cabins specifically so they can go outside and smoke um, because cruise ships today generally have a handful of areas, you know, one or two or three areas where people can smoke. And a lot of them are at one end of the ship on the top deck outside um, some still have smoking areas um, in the outdoor seating area by the pool, but the smoking areas are becoming um, fewer and far between, um, which really infuriates the smokers who have to you know, go out of their way to find a place where they can light up. But again, I think more people than not um, appreciate uh, the, the smoking bans. Now, I have to say, I mean, I'm not a smoker, but I do like the fact that you, you cannot smoke on those balconies because what, wasn't that like 2006 when Star Princess caught fire because of a cigarette? Yes, it was a number of years ago, and my memory might be a little faulty, but there was indeed um, a fire on in the Star Princess that started on a balcony, um, and I believe it was fairly certain that it was started by, you know, what they say, careless use of smoking materials. A lot more has changed since then, though. For for example, they went to new products and materials on the balconies that are not as flammable as they were back then. Remember when Carnival launched a non-smoking ship in the late 90s and it failed miserably? The Carnival Paradise, I do remember that because it was such a big deal. There was no smoking anywhere on the ship at all. Not No smoking areas, nothing. And they even said back then that uh, they didn't even allow the construction workers at the shipyard to smoke while they were working on the ship. Um, but it, it was not a success and it failed and, and Carnival switched it over you know, to a 
smoking ship. And um, I think maybe it was a little before its time. I sort of think a ship like that would do very well in this day and age. Oh, for sure. Carnival Paradise, if it was sailing as non-smoking, I'm sure it'd be booked right now. Because, yeah, of course uh, it would be a matter of finding the right the right home port and the right itinerary and that sort of thing. But yeah. I think people are a lot more um, you know, in favor of complete non-smoking. In 2014, also gave us a lot of cruise line partnerships, especially with Carnival Cruise Lines, Royal Caribbean, Holland America, and Norwegian Cruise Line. And we'll talk all about that after the break. From the Space Coast to the West Coast, this is Cruise Radio. How many times have you said, that'll never happen to us? Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. So I'm on the line with editor-in-chief of Vacation Agent Magazine, also the cruise beat editor for TravelPulse.com, Teresa Norton Massica, and we're chatting about the top cruise stories of 2014. And before the break, uh, we were touching on a lot of the cruise line partnerships that we've seen in 2014. So uh, we'll just do first things first uh, in order here, Teresa, and talk about Carnival Live. Carnival Live is one of the best programs I've experienced in a long time. I think it's really clever. Um, Carnival is hosting live concerts on board their ships in the theater on board. So these venues are, what, one, 2,000 people maybe? Mm-hmm. And they're having these big names come on board. I happen to see the band Chicago, who is one of my favorites. Who have you seen, Doug? Uh, I've seen Martina McBride, but there's other also uh, other artists out there, like Mar- uh, Rascal Flatts is going to be on, Smokey Robinson, Lady, Lady A. Uh, for instance, Lady Antebellum was here in Jacksonville last year, and tickets were like $98 after tax. And for $40 on Carnival, on Carnival Breeze, you could see them and sit in like a, an 1,100-seat theater. And here in Jacksonville, right. if you saw them in Jacksonville, it was sold out and there were 16,000 people there. So it's a really – it's a one-on-one intimate experience with one of your favorite artists. So, And I, they also have some VIP packages that are like – $150 at... Yeah. What I did, the VIP package with Chicago, and I mean, first of all, it was kind of cool to be able to see that and see them in such a small venue, but with the VIP package, you get seating in the first three rows to sit in the second row and watch Chicago, you know, and pose for a picture with them. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And also, uh, Holland America, they're continuing their Dancing with the Stars partnership, and you just got back from one of these sailings, and this has proven to be pretty popular as well. Very popular. You know, that TV show is just incredibly popular, and, you know, how smart of Holland America to partner with them and offer dance contests on board all their ships. 
you know, they're taking advantage of this renewed interest in ballroom dancing and the popularity of the TV show. And several of the um, the celebrity um, professional dancers that you see on the TV show um, come on six of the cruises throughout the year, as well as some of the celebrity contestants. In 2014, we also saw Norwegian Cruise Line become parrot heads. Right. Um, another smart decision. Jimmy Buffett and Margaritaville, big fans, loyal fans, rabid fans. And now you can go to one and the new Norwegian Escape. That's the brilliance behind these kind of brand partnerships. People are familiar with one brand. It then carries over to the cruise line. And Margaritaville, you know, you see them in all the tropical ports on land. So it makes perfect sense to get one on a cruise ship. While we're talking about cruise line partnerships, we've also seen a lot of cruise lines team up with celebrity chefs this year. Yeah, this trend actually started a couple of years ago, but it's one that just gained a lot of steam this year. Um, I mean, nowadays you see celebrity chefs on, on a lot of new ships. Norwegian, for example, has partnered with Jeffrey Zakarian, who everybody sees on the Food Network. Mm-hmm. He's um, one of the judges on Chopped, which is one of their most popular TV shows. So he's been on a couple of their ships, and he's going to be on the Norwegian Escape, which comes out um, in November. We were just talking about Royal Caribbean and the new Quantum of the Seas, and they have a restaurant by Jamie Oliver, who's a famous British chef, and he's been on a number of TV shows. So he has a very sort of rustic Italian restaurant, and the pub um, is operated by Michael Schwartz, who's a chef of some note and a James Beard Award winner. So we've been seeing a lot of this. Of course, there's Guy Fieri, who has the burger spot on carnival (laughs) ships, which we all love. You know, I, I think this is a trend that will continue. Another big announcement in 2014 for Royal Caribbean was ordering their fourth Oasis class ship. Right. And what's interesting about that, currently the two Oasis class ships, which are the largest cruise ships in the world, Oasis and Allure of the Seas, um, primarily home port at Port Everglades and Fort Lauderdale, although they have been going overseas more often. We were seeing um, Oasis just went to Europe this year, and Allure is going to be spending uh, most of the summer in Europe. Um, the thing with the third and the fourth, though, is it raises a lot of questions, like where exactly were they were they be based? Because you have to have a port with facilities that can handle ships of that size. And there's even been some speculation in the industry that one of them might be headed over to China. Hmm. So we'll have to see what's going on there. Well, with all that was accomplished in 2014, now, Teresa, let's move ahead into 2015 and talk about some of the new builds and what we're going to see. Yeah, well, we're actually not seeing a whole lot of new builds um, in 15, and that's primarily because of the economic economic slowdown of a couple of years ago. And a lot of the companies want to have what they call a measured capacity growth. They don't want to grow too fast like has been done in the past. But anyway, um, as far as U.S. cruise passengers go, there's really four new cruise ships of note. Um, And the most noteworthy one of the year is probably going to be the Viking Star, which is from a brand-new cruise line called Viking Ocean Cruises. And even though I call that a new cruise line, it's really a sister company to Viking River Cruises, which is very familiar to a lot of people um, they advertise all over television um, all the time, and they have a fleet of something like 60 river ships in Europe. So they're bringing out this new Viking Star in May. Um, it'll be about 930 passengers. So that that sort of fits into the smaller size of cruise ships nowadays. And one of the most noteworthy features that ship will have is one of those infinity pools off the back of the ship 
where it literally looks like it's going right into the ocean. Kind of cool. In 2015, we're also going to see Quantum of the Seas' sister ship, Anthem of the Seas. Yes, the Anthem of the Seas. So that will be, you know, have all those cool features we saw on the Quantum that we discussed earlier. Um, you know, 4,100 4, passengers. Um, it's actually coming out in April, but it will operate in um, from Southampton, England for most of the summer. So it will depart there in late October and move over to New Jersey um, for the winter. So everybody who missed the Quantum will be able to, to try it out, all those features out on the Anthem of the Seas. I'm looking forward to this next one, Norwegian Escape. That's due out in November. Um, this is what they're calling a Breakaway Plus class of ship. Um, so it's similar to the Norwegian Breakaway and the Getaway, which are in New York and Miami. Um, slightly larger. You know, it'll have a lot of the same features. It'll have the Haven Luxury Suite Complex. Um, it'll have those studio staterooms that are very popular with the people who cruise solo. It'll have the waterfront and the ocean place, you know, taking advantage of the, the dining and the entertainment areas outside on the deck. So you sort of feel like you're on a boardwalk. Take advantage. You're at sea. Take advantage of it. Don't forget about Margaritaville. Ah, Margaritaville. Yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> Wasted away again. Going to be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, a recap of 2014's Cruise News, plus a look ahead on what is to come in 2015. We've been talking with editor of Vacation Agent Magazine and TravelPulse.com, Teresa Norton-Massick. Teresa, my dear, always a pleasure talking to you. Have a happy new year. Oh, thanks so much, Doug. Happy new year to you, too. It's always fun to join you on Cruise Radio. Well, my friend, that'll put a wrap up on the 2014, the final episode of 2014. 14 series of Cruise Radio. Looking forward to 2015. And uh, once again, I know I've said it a lot over the year, but thank you so much for being here week after week. It really means a lot in letting me do uh, what I love to do, and that's talk about cruising with you, with the listener. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget, you can always check out our recent articles at cruiseradio.net. Also listen to the show there and subscribe to us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio Network, or just listen to our show at cruiseradio.net. From the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Have a happy new year. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the InsureMyTrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.